broadcasting from New York, New York. It's Grant's Rants, Hollywood Talk. Teresa Judice is engaged, but is it a mistake? We question what to do with Jen Shaw and Erica Jane. The New York Housewives distance themselves from Ebony. The View is labeled a toxic work environment to the surprise of no one. Where in the world is Wendy Williams? And Alec Baldwin is in a tough spot. That and more with Grant Pastor. begin i am joined by grant pastor a good friend of mine and you can find his instagram over at boys morning after club welcome to the podcast it's really grant's rants now i know is it actually finally grammatically correct and i think if i do good then you know maybe it'll actually be grant oh yeah i guess it'll be grants with a comma at the end yeah the grants is rants grants yes yes <laughs> Uh, Grant and I know each other through the city, but mainly because Grant had listened to this podcast. And when I moved to New York, he reached out to me. And so we've been pretty good friends since. Yeah. And I have to say, I've never met any, any another Grant. Um, that wasn't the reason I found your podcast, but I've been listening to you since the, what was the place? The After Buzz. The After Buzz right? TV. Yeah. yeah. I've been we listening. both have the same middle name, Grant Michael. It's strange. We both have a younger sister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, We're both Housewives fans. Yeah. Well, Housewives, I, guess, I don't know. Can I even call myself a fan anymore? Like, how do you feel at this point with Housewives? Like, it's the Housewives culture. Yeah. And I'm I'm kind of in the, in the point right now where I'm deciding whether or not I'm going to continue that. Well, then let's get into it. Let's talk about some Housewives. Let's start with the real Housewives of New Jersey. Mm. Criminal Teresa Judice engaged to this guy, Louie. He's a quote-unquote businessman. Another entrepreneur that like we're supposed to like fall head over heels in impress we're supposed to be impressed. Just as plastic as she is. Yeah, yeah, just as tan. Um, I, I have a question here. I think we all know the answer. Is this a mistake? This is a mistake, right? It's a mistake. I saw their house. I'm a little confused how this is even happening. I thought there was some news a while back that he was in financial trouble, and then I know he also had the ex-wife that or ex-fiance that started the abused woman group. Oh. Did you know about that? No. I, yeah. I had heard he had, quote unquote, maybe ties to Scientology. That's all I kind of knew. He has an ex-fiance who started, she did the some kind of marathon for women's abuse survivors or something like that. And it, it was confirmed that it was actually his relationship with her that she ran the marathon for. Wow. Apparently, he was very demanding sexually. Oh. Well, she Teresa claims to love <laughs> right. that, but that won't last for too long. The, I mean, yes, this is a mistake. They met in November of 2020. It is October of 2021. There are kids involved. He was all too eager to be on the show. Yeah. He was on the show last season, right? At the and end I know of he the was season, now. yeah. They were just on vacation with, was it Dina? Yeah, and her husband, yeah. That's when he had popped the question. Right. I don't know. I think he's a little too close to this world. I think he's a little too excited to be a part of it. Yes. I think he knows Teresa has been a fan probably. Um, this is a big opportunity and he's taking it and she's falling for it. Well, I looked into him. I wanted to see what his deal was. Um, his Initially, his Instagram was private and now all of a sudden it's public. Mm -hmm. So that tells you everything you need to know. Their engagement photos were sold to people. 
I believe. Oh yeah, they were. They were. Uh, what else? He. All right. Well, I guess we can't be totally negative. He's supposed to be a philanthropist feeding families. I don't know if this is a photo op, a tax credit. Maybe it's a real. T- I don't want. I mean, I don't want to be unfair to the man. I don't remember what it was that I heard in the very beginning, other than the abuse. But I do remember there was something financially going on with mm-hmm. him. Well, I, that Instagram thing tells me everything I need to know. He runs a digital marketing solutions company. He has a net worth of around $2 million. But Teresa's, the house they just bought was, what, three point four or something? Yeah, it was in the 3, $3 million. Five, yeah. Teresa's net worth is $500,000. No. But that's because we have to take into account that she her, it used to be negative $11 million because of the lawsuits. So she was actually worth negative $1 million. What about the house that they sold? I don't believe that sold yet. Um, yeah, so that'll help things, but yeah, they brought this New Jersey mansion. They're calling it investment property, seven bedroom, seven bathroom, castle like decor. I will say from the outside, it was pretty impressive. It's impressive looking, yes. A, a big upgrade from her literal um, hunchback of Notre Dame, <laughs> crumbling castle yeah, from <laughs> yesteryear. This one's 7,000 square feet. Uh, I don't know. I but mean, why is that needed? Her kids are older. Yeah. I looked at some of the pictures of the interior. Not my style, but it looked nice. You know, of course, any real estate photos are going to be so finely tuned and edited and the contrast is going to be at like 11. Like, right. You know, so it's like, who knows? But um, it's yeah. also New Jersey. Right. No offense to anyone in New Jersey. I work in New Jersey, but it's also New Jersey. That's why I was actually surprised that the the house was in the 3 million range. Mm. I was just like, what, what purpose would you want? It must be the acreage. I, it must be. Yeah. I, I know it was like either three or five acres or something like that. I could be off on that, but of course her brother, you know, my, if this was my sister, I'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, no, not Joe. It. Joe's all for it. He's in tears. He told us weekly that, um, uh, Louis is Superman to her sister. Yeah, you better watch out about that. I mean, this what is was the word that he used. Eleven months. I read an article. I can't remember the word that Joe used, but I was like a little taken aback by it. He was like, "My sister needs a monster type of man or a something." Beast. A beast. Yes. I was like a beast of a man, and this he's fits the bill. I was just kind of like, mm. I don't see this ending well. I could be totally wrong. I hope I am, but like Teresa, I've said this before. Teresa is like the biggest sitting duck on the dating market. You know, you can research this woman. You know what she likes sexually. You know that she like loves to be showered with gifts and love and blah, 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 and all that. And, you know, she's a single mom. The, the, the ex is in another country. You know, sure, Does her he life has been turned upside down. So it's like this is she's really set up herself perfectly for someone to come in and take advantage of her, unfortunately. Yeah. Does he have kids? Two kids. Yeah. One of them, I believe, has autism. Okay. So. Hmm. But yeah. Interesting that's what we're pick. With. Yes. Uh, anyway, let's move on to Jen Shaw, mm. who... Um, Criminal number two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a theme. Uh, she is now... Uh, no, she was on page six this weekend getting handsy with a porn star at a strip club at an appearance in New York City, getting a lap dance, smiles all around, alcohol all around. Um, a rep for the venue said that she was eager to host the event and that it came with a lot of money but not enough money to cover the legal bills. So was she here for the book or was she, this was a separate appearance? Oh, I wonder if she was yeah, there for the book. I'm wondering. Book. Yeah. Well, she, I, they, they suckered in one of them to go to Larry Flint's Hustler Club 
Um, you and- gotta give her some credit. She's doing what she can with the time she has left. <laughs> <laughs> Live your full life while you can. Yeah, that's true because she, she's supposed to go before a judge in like, what, March of 2022? And I'm so, sorry, did you say that the name of the club was Hustlers? I believe it was Larry Flint's Hustler. Fitting, fitting. Fitting, yeah, yeah. So that was that appearance. Now flash over to Vegas where at the end of September, Erica Jane made an appearance at the opening of... Sushi Samba Tree Bar and Lounge in Vegas. Alleged criminal number three. Yes, <laughs> noted. Uh, she is there. Now, the only thing that impressed me about this appearance was that the party was DJed by Sam Ronson. So that would be about the only thing worth seeing just for the Lindsay connection mm-hmm. alone. Um, but it's unclear, though, if if Erica got paid at this appearance. Now, there's a lot of questions around Oh, the she got paid for hotel. the appearance. She right. got paid for the appearance. I mean, yeah, she's standing there on the carpet with the name of it behind her in a pink dress with full glam. I mean, she didn't, like, walk off the strip, in my opinion. I was like, what's going on here? There's also a lot of questions about the owner of that hotel and her history there and... Oh, you're speaking about the 78-year-old boyfriend? Potential, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of questioning around this. So, I'm glad she found a younger man this time. <laughs> by what? By like four years? <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's odd that someone right now like her would use this as an opportunity to make an appearance, whether it's paid or not. It looks really bad, but add it to the list. She doesn't seem to she care. She doesn't care. She likes it. And you know what? It's good timing for her. She's, you know, this is coming right off the heels of her saying that the, the four part reunions all thanks to her. The season was thanks to her. She's loving this. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's what it seems like. I think it's a really bad look. Um, like they even had like shots of her going to Burbank Airport with her assistant. Now, how is she? She's still paying an, an assistant. assistant who also doubles as the makeup artist. I heard. Oh well, I think that it, would yeah, explain the uh, reunion look. Multiple jobs to hang on. They're all going to have to be really like you know, one of them's going to have to do the laundry and the gardening. I don't know. I mean, turn yeah. on that heated pool. Yeah, she just looks worse and worse in my point of view. But you know, what do we do with these two ladies? So Jen and Erica making appearances. They're very much in the public eye with these big cases that are they're not these aren't small things either and i just think it's just wild i don't i don't know what to i don't know what to do do we like i i they you know erica hasn't been convicted of anything jen hasn't been convicted of anything just yet even though it looks really bad i don't know is it too much you know what i'm thinking because we started the show with Teresa. um it's interesting if you look back what when everything was happening with Teresa, the way that she used the attention versus the way that these ladies are using the attention i guess if you go back in time maybe that's incorrect but Teresa was the victim in all of this people actually did have sympathy they were wondering how she's going to get out of it these two were kind of out for blood but they're loving it but the difference i think although there were the magazine covers and all of that that Teresa was loving to save her kids and all of that. Right. But it's kind of, back then it was like we were all fighting for Teresa in a way, and now I think we're all fighting to get these two <laughs> locked up. And it's just interesting that instead of trying to play the victim, although I, Erica's doing a little bit of that oh, in of the that, reunion, yeah. but yeah. instead of playing the victim and actually trying to look innocent, they're both, Jen and Erica are both kind of just out there bold and brash yeah it's just a different approach Teresa, although she's angry was trying to get sympathy and doing a pretty good job at it these two are just not into it 
Right, Teresa was able to use the four daughters and the People magazine covers and the family photos and all of that. And it was a little bit more, I mean, I, I'm not a Teresa fan, so I can't say like it like won me over. But yeah, I felt a little differently towards her when we were seeing the kids and, you know, ripping that family apart where they each had to go into their prison sentence separately. And it was just, it was sad to see just mainly because there were kids involved. And now these these other two. It's just day class A. It's yeah. day class A. Yeah, it's not looking good. And I'm not interested really to see what happens too much anymore until we actually get like sentencing. Like, I don't know. We, I've heard it all now. Erica, we, at the time of recording this podcast, two parts of the, two parts of the reunion have aired. And um, I just, I, I feel like I have enough information. She's not going to admit to anything. Although, what, what are your feelings about this latest part, part two of the reunion? I know a lot of people were kind of changing their tune a little bit with Erica, starting to see possibly that yes. her side of things. I wasn't buying it, but I know that in terms of public opinion, things shifted after the second part. I'm curious to see when all the ladies start asking their questions later on, we sure. see that things change. But it's almost like you can sort of see Erica's side of things, and yet it doesn't even matter because of the way that she's handled things since. On social media, to the ladies, she's had her time to fix things, and she's done everything wrong. Yeah. Well, I don't know how to feel. Well, yeah, when it looks when I looked at Erica during the part, the second part of the reunion, I looked at her and was just like, I, I'll give her a little credit. I get it if she was completely unable to access her money at all. But I'm looking at Erica too, and I'm like, she's not an old school kind of girl. Why would she set herself up in this relationship that was so old school? And, you know, she doesn't have any access to her money. And she's not cashing checks. It's all direct deposit into the LLC. Why didn't she just contact Evolution or whoever it is directly and say, here's my new bank account number? Not only that, like, who's paying for the apartment in Hollywood? Who's paying for the Range Rovers that she drove in, the sports cars that we saw, the music videos? Like, is she really going with open hands to her husband for every single purchase she Well, clearly needs? not with the Amex charges. We know she wasn't asking permission. I, I, don't, I don't buy it. Yeah, it's just odd. And are we supposed to believe that her portion of the income was actually helping finance their life? I don't think that her income had anything to do with that. That was just paying for... The bags and the planes. Yeah. And... Bottom line is $20 million was transferred into her account. I mean, I don't know what else to say after that. I mean, it was it was, it was, was there. The money was there. I mean, you don't need $20 million to go off on your own out of a bad marriage. So, yeah. I, that was the one thing I was like, well, if she really had absolute zero, because I think of like someone like Britney who has like no access right. to her money. Like, there's really not much you can do. But also, like, this is an able-bodied person who's making her own money, and she just doesn't strike me as someone that would fall for that old school. We're talking about Teresa. Like, Teresa was ignorant enough, an old-school Italian. Like, she, I could see where she just, like, signed paperwork. We believe it. Let the husband do it. This one, though, with making money on her own, she's supposed to be this, like, really, like, modern, loud, like, sex-positive, like, you know, like, She doesn't strike me as someone that would fall for this old school mentality. He would, but I don't think she'd put up with it for too long. They were together too long. She made her own money. But there's always that, and, you know, it's all been talked about, and it kind of exhausts you when you really keep going and going. We could talk about this forever. Oh, yeah. But there's also the apartment that she had, the glam suite or whatever she called it. So who was paying for that? Are we really supposed to believe that she had no access yet she had that? Why couldn't she... She doesn't have friends. We know she has Mikey. She has an LLC. 
They all do. Every everyone would if when you're appearing on TV, like that's who the production company pays. Mm-hmm. They pay into these LLCs. So the, the LLC it, w- it was EJ Global. It wasn't Tom Girardi's bank account at Bank of America in Encino, California, or something, or a PO box. You know, it's just like weird. She also had the benefit of the cameras in front of her. And if this really did happen in real time, as we saw it three days after their trip, all of this, why didn't she call the camera crew and say? Look, I'm moving out today. Come capture it on film. She could have used this to her advantage, but instead she she went about it the wrong way, and I think she just got caught and couldn't get out of it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, public opinion on her is still, like, in my opinion, bad and low. And looking at someone like Jen, like, Jen is just straight-up shameless. Like, I don't expect anything out of her. Like, I expect this. The thing is, did anyone ever like Jen? Not really. I don't think there was ever anyone on her side to begin yeah. with. Right out of the gate, she was the most hated character on Salt Lake. Uh, The other thing is, I guess I just don't connect with anyone in Salt Lake. Mm -hmm. I know everyone loves Salt Lake City. I didn't, last season, by the end, I fell off. I probably didn't see the last four episodes. I haven't seen the last three episodes of this season. I couldn't care less. I'm actually three episodes behind as well. Yeah, I couldn't care I mean, I I plan to watch, but yeah, I mean, it's a different kind of thing, but I, I, I like it because it's old school housewives to me. It's a lot of family life stuff, and the focus is not on the fight of the week, which I really much appreciate in a big way. But yeah, I mean, I don't really have like a standout favorite on mm. Salt Lake, and so it's definitely not Jen. Yeah. She was problematic last year, never mind this year. So it's like she never really had her moment to sell us. Right. You know, we never really got to gain any sympathy or, I love Jen. Like, I don't really, I haven't heard that yet. So who knows? With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I have a soft spot for Erica a little bit because I did see her in Chicago, and I did get a picture with her, and I was second row, and I could see... Now I'm sounding like a super fan, but I was second row and I could see, you know, I was close enough to actually see her face and I could see that it really did mean so much to her. And I kind of, at that time, I really kind of was thinking, you know, it's this girl who had this dream. Now she's on Broadway. She must feel like everything's coming together. And then shortly after this happens and the way that she handled it after the fact could it just could have been handled so much better. Yeah. And it's really hard to stand behind her, even though I did have I liked her at one point. It's really hard to stand behind it. I saw her perform once or twice just at her own little concert and like, yeah, I mean in the beginning it was all good, but you know, this is really showing the different light. I don't know. I'm There's no coming back from this. I want to know what's happening. I want to know, like, we've all speculated and talked about it, and there's a million podcasts. We'll never know. Yeah, I mean, just, I want to know what's going to come of this now. And I, She said something, actually, in the second part, which I sort of got, where she said, I'm 50 years old, he's 83 or whatever, you know, he has to live with this for a few more years, I have to live the rest of my life like this. In one respect, I understand where she's coming from. In another respect, would you rather have this be the thing that we remember? These Instagram posts? Is this the, how you're moving on from this? Is this the new life that you want? It just doesn't It doesn't read. Yeah. Her tactics are all over the place. Yeah. It's it's not a good look. I don't know what she's going for. And I don't know why she doesn't hire a crisis manager, but this has all been said. Yeah. Let's uh, shift over to, we're not going to talk about it, but this book mm-hmm. has come out 
not all diamonds and rosé. It's propaganda. Andy Cohen books or something like that. I remember when Brian Moylan's book came out, he was saying that, you know, Bravo said, no, you know, stop talking to the housewives. We're not allowing them to talk to them. And I think they moved fast, hired this writer. I, I don't know who this is. Do you? I, I asked about this guy. I was like, what's this deal? And apparently he wrote for Housewives for People. Okay. So they contracted him, I guess, to write this book. I don't think we really need it. It hadn't had the buzz in the housewives community. It may have in the, the you know, mainstream media a little bit more, gotten some more buzz, I think. Like there's page six articles, all of that, mm-hmm. than Brian's got. But I know that I personally was more excited about that book coming out. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that this had to get vet, I know what he was saying was um, they basically said, yes, you can talk to the housewives, but we need to be able to sign off on every single thing before it gets published. He didn't want anything to do with that. He wanted to tell the real story. So you should just know that it's a little fishy that Bravo was all fine and dandy with all this going out there. I think they're using it to have us form the opinions that they want us to think well, of yeah, these ladies. Bravo vetted this new book, I'm right. sure, to death. And it's kind of like uh, saying to a friend, like, why are we, why, why now? I mean, I know Housewives have peaked. I really believe they have. And it's like, you know, when you're going to show some selective secrets behind the curtain, like, what does that mean? Like, it just kind of seems like, and like the, I don't know. It's, it's, the timing is weird. Is it over? You know, why are we talking about this now? We're digging back to these highly selective like quotes and like, I don't really know. I have no desire. I've read neither of the books. I just, I honestly don't care. The headlines. If I if I was interested, I looked at them. If I wasn't, I didn't. I have no plans to read these books. No, I won't be reading this book. I read the headlines. I know the thing. Nothing really surprised me. Um, the one thing that what you're saying is this the end i think it is the end because at this point where do they go from here we all know what happens we've seen glimpses of it they let us see these little behind the scenes moments where do you go from there unless it's really just raw footage of here's where you know here's what happened i don't i would have preferred them to evolve the shows to show the breaking of the fourth wall and the producer involvement than to read about it in a book I just, I don't need And then have new secrets. seasons of the exact same thing come out and we're supposed to just go along with it. it just... Yeah, yeah. I would have rather have seen the show evolve in reality TV. And I've said this for years on this podcast. Reality TV evolve. So we see a little bit more of the involvement, breaking the fourth wall closer to when they record, they release the episodes. Like, I would have liked to have seen an evolution in the genre versus like a book mm-hmm. talking about how Angie Cohen really feels about Carol Razowell or something like, you know what I mean? It's just like odd. Dredging I, up these 10 year old stories. Yeah. That... I don't need it. Now, Ebony K. Williams went to the book party and apparently there's this whole controversy that Luann, Leah and Ramona had uh, planned. They had made a pact. I keep using this word pact to uh, leave as soon as Ebony arrived and apparently they're blaming her for the decline in the ratings and she's quite unpopular. And uh, you know, I'm surprised that Leah hasn't refuted this because she's very quick to refute things, which makes me believe it's true. Well, I actually saw there was a video that came out of Leah on the carpet for this event. So this was before the walkout. And they asked her, you know, is it true that you and Ebony haven't kept in touch? And she basically said, yeah, we haven't kept in touch. Ebony's been traveling. I haven't spoken to her. I was surprised. It was a whole different tone than we left off on the very show. Very different. Because even confirmed when it. they did they press, yeah. even when they did press for the last season, like those two were like all even over Ebony each from other. Ebony's side saying how much she loves Leah, and, right? Yeah, so that definitely changed. Doesn't surprise me. I think as the show, but it does surprise me coming from the time. I guess it makes sense, but during the time the show was airing, 
Leah still was sticking up for Ebony. So from that time, I guess because of the reunion cancellation, now she's no longer. I guess she kind of sold herself to the devil and said, I'm going to have to stick by Ramona and Luann or else I lost my job. She's going to have to tie herself to that original cast. Otherwise, I guess, because I was wondering why she would choose Ramona and Luann over Ebony based off of what we saw this season. But I, I, yeah, I guess she's going to go with the tide, which is like, I don't really respect that. But like, it is her job. Yeah, and she needs the job. I think she got a taste of fame and loves it. The, yeah. Here's the other Damn. piece of this that... Friends like that. Yeah, well, Ebony was on The View um, a couple weeks ago. Yes, last week. Yeah. Well, last week. I've got to say something. During the show airing, I was always one of the ones that said I actually really love Ebony. I think that she's a good fit. I think it's... I get where she's coming from. I think if it was with different ladies, it would be a whole different story. I have to say, I didn't like her. On the view. You didn't like her on the view. Mm-mm. No, I didn't grant. That's one of the things that I noticed both on the show and on the view, which makes me realize she's just performing 24 seven is the name calling. Uh, yes, joy. Good point. Yes. But you know, she, she makes a point. She's a lawyer. She makes a point to say the names, make you feel friendly. This net. And I've noticed with every interview she does, she does the exact same thing. Yes. It just makes me feel that she was not herself on the show. And we probably never will see the real Ebony. And clearly this didn't work out for her first season. And, where does she go from here? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it really worked out. And I think now with all the bad press, it's almost toxic. And it's unfortunate because it didn't have to get that bad. You know, it really, like, I, I think if you just look at what aired on the show, it was like, you know, the bad parts were the Ramona parts. And, like, it was salvageable. But the way the cast is feeling about her, the way sort of viewers feel about her now, the disconnect, the, the lack of reunion, it's just like... A disaster, and I think you mentioned the view. I think Bravo is quietly waiting in the corner with their fingers crossed that she will get picked up on the view, so they can use that as a great out to not have to hire her again. She won't. I don't think she will. Yeah, you're, yeah, you were impressed. She's not the Megan seat that they're looking to fill. Um, I was actually surprised with some of the topics they covered that she was pretty left leaning in mm-hmm. her commentary. And I know, I, I kind of think at this point she did herself in because if she stuck with the Republican stuff that she was doing pre-Housewives, maybe she would find a place at a, a place like The View. But right now they need to fill that Megan McCain seat and I don't think Ebony's their fit. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be talking about uh, a few of the excerpts from this book on Jacques Peterson's podcast, Unpopular. So if you want to hear my take on just a few of those top line ideas, head on over there to his episode and I'll give some thoughts over there. But there's really not much to say because I, I just, you know, I, I use this podcast to rant about what means something to me. And I don't really care too much about that. But I don't know. I, I wonder what will happen with Ebony because I, I think The View is a, is a much better fit for her than Housewives. So I think if we're talking about that, she should they should sign her. But I don't know. I don't and know if they what know happens with what the show. is going on uh, over there. I New York has always been my favorite. I live in New York City. Love New York. I've always loved the cast. I actually would be okay if they just shut the door right now um, and closed Real Housewives in New York or recast the entire thing with actual moms, actual wives <laughs> living in different neighborhoods. Um, I think they would either have to rebrand the whole... Why can't New York be another Potomac or Atlanta? Why can't they have basically all women of color. That's New York City after all. Right. They're definitely at a crossroads over there because what they're doing is not working. For even more view rants stick with us for part two because now we have to get into the megan mccain of it all that and more in a moment with grant now this (laughs) 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.